Hello and welcome to episode 735 of the Our Lady of Fatima podcast. It is my pleasure to be with you this morning. My name is Terrence M. Stanton. We are recording on St. Nicholas Day, a blessed St. Nicholas Day to you. It is Wednesday, December 6th, 2023, in the year of our Lord Jesus Christ. Let us begin with the Wednesday prayer to the Most Blessed Virgin Mary to obtain deliverance from hell. This, of course, is by the great Alphonsus Liguori. My most beloved lady, I thank thee for having delivered me from hell as many times as I have deserved it by my sins. Miserable creature that I was, I was once condemned to that prison, and perhaps already after the first sin, the sentence would have been put into execution if thou in thy compassion hadst not helped me. Thou, without even being asked by me, and only in thy goodness didst restrain divine justice, and then, conquering my obduracy, thou didst draw me, to have confidence in thee. Oh, into how many other sins should I have afterwards fallen, in the dangers in which I have been? Hadst not thou, my loving mother, preserved me by the graces which thou didst obtain for me? Ah, my queen, continue to guard me from hell, for what will thy mercy and the favors which thou hast shown me avail me if I am lost? If I did not always love thee, now at least, after God, I love thee above all things." Never allow me to turn my back on thee and on God, who by thy means has granted me so many graces. My most amiable lady, never allow me to have the misfortune to hate thee and curse thee for all eternity in hell. Wilt thou endure to see a servant of thine who loves thee lost? O Mary, what sayest thou? I shall be lost if I abandon thee. But who can ever more have the heart to leave thee? How can I ever forget the love thou hast borne me? My lady, since thou hast done so much to save me, complete the work, continue thy aid. Wilt thou help me? But what do I say? If at a time when I lived forgetful of thee, thou didst favor me so much, how much more may I not hope for now that I love thee and recommend myself to thee? No, he can never be lost who recommends himself to thee. He alone is lost who has not recourse to thee. Ah, my mother, leave me not in my own hands, for I should then be lost. Grant that I may always have recourse to thee. Save me, my hope, save me from hell. But in the first place, Save me from sin, which alone can condemn me to it. I'm going to have some of this delicious coffee right now. One moment, please. It's uh, maple-flavored Dunkin' Donuts, or formerly known, the artist formerly known as Dunkin' Donuts, the coffee formerly known as Dunkin' Donuts. Now I guess it's just Dunkin' smells and tastes delectable. Today, friends, we're going to check out something that was published at lifesitenews.com a couple days ago, Monday, December 4. Exclusive Cardinal Mueller says mass migration is being used to destroy national identities. This caught my eye because it's something that's blindingly obvious, but very few churchmen are actually saying it. Unfortunately, many are actively promoting it. The editor's note says LifeSite News journalist Micah Hickson and Andreas Welser conducted the interview with Cardinal Gerhard Müller in German and translated his words into English. The article begins with Cardinal Gerhard Müller has said that self-appointed globalists are using mass migration to destroy the national identity of countries. In an exclusive interview with LifeSite News, Müller talked about the ideologies behind globalism and their dire consequences. I'll be taking periodic breaks, friends, to sip this delicious Dunkin' coffee. 
Mass migration is not about helping people, but about destroying national identity, Mueller said. They say that national identity is nationalism, which has caused all the wars. So they say they are against nationalism, but they are really against the nation. If nationalism is the reason for wars, we must ask who is financing the wars and what interests are behind it. They want everyone to be completely isolated and not connected by language, culture, family ties, or a native land where you feel at home, Mueller continued. They want to destroy all that. They want everyone to be atomized without cultural and religious roots and identity, he concluded. Mueller also believes the elites are committing a genocide by promoting abortion and euthanasia. The German cardinal said many globalists believe that there are too many people on earth who are causing, quote, climate change. To fight this supposed overpopulation, these powerful elites are using abortion and euthanasia as part of an extermination program, Mueller told LifeSet News. And I would also throw in these satanic experimental, quote unquote, vaccines, which aren't really vaccines, but it's an experimental mystery liquid made from murdered babies that the evil billionaire Bill Gates pushed and his henchmen, Anthony Fauci, and many, many other henchmen pushed and became rich and famous off of. And how many people in this audience know someone who was reasonably healthy in their 30s, 40s, 50s, died suddenly, right? Died in their sleep. I do. A a classmate of mine graduated from Orchard Park High School in 1996. Do, this is a couple years ago, do healthy 43-year-olds die in their sleep? Of course not. I'm assuming he received the jab. I don't know that for certain. But when you go to certain websites that are actually covering this and aren't, you know, disseminating brainwashing propaganda from NBC, CBS, ABC, all the other channels, you go to someplace like thecovidblog.com, guy's not right about everything because he's not Catholic and sometimes it seems like he's openly hostile to religion, but he is very much in tune to the depopulation scheme that these jabs have uh, put into effect, right? These astronomical rates now of people receiving these shots who have died in their sleep or went into cardiac arrest or now have problems with their immune system. Cancers, turbo cancers, the doctors who are who are honest about it are saying, this is all part of a depopulation agenda. Mr. Gates and his ilk have been very open and honest about what they are trying to do, if you have ears to listen and eyes to see. Cardinal Mueller continued, and at the same time, anyone who criticizes this is called a Nazi by those who themselves promote the murderous Nazi ideology of might makes right. The genocide that is now being carried out is protected through propaganda by equating its critics with the people who committed the genocide in the past. The Cardinal added, the perversion of their logic is to portray the victims as the perpetrators. What is the depopulation program other than a plan of reducing people through violence? Mueller explained that the Nazi accusation is often used as an instrument of power to suppress dissent. It's also just a very lazy argument, if I can jump in here. Um, You know, why don't people say you're acting like Truman instead of Hitler. 
how many thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of people did Harry Truman incinerate in Hiroshima and Nagasaki? History is written by the victors. The United States was on the winning side in World War II. The United States murdered a lot of people and has continued to murder a lot of people in various wars since then, unconstitutional wars and very often immoral wars. Or how about the firebombing of Dresden, all the innocent Germans that were slaughtered? How about Dwight Eisenhower trying to starve Germans to death at the end of World War II? You're not going to hear about that in most history textbooks. The Morgenthau Plan at the end of World War II. Look that up sometime. See if you can find any information about it. You probably have to go to doc, someone like Dr. E. Michael Jones, who's willing to tell the truth. People in the American government who wanted to literally and did starve many Germans to death as punishment for World War II. We had the firebombing of Dresden. Do people call uh, Churchill into account, Winston Churchill, for his war crimes? Of course not, because he was on the winning side. It's always Hitler. Do they talk about Stalin, who murdered millions of his own people? N not very often, because a lot of times these people are promoting communism. And Joseph Stalin was an ardent communist. It's always Hitler who's the boogeyman. Well, here's what the Nazis should have done. They should have turned to Catholicism. The Nazi ideology was this bizarre hodgepodge of uh, ancient Nordic myths and a, a whole host of nonsense. But they tried to use that because they had uh, roughly a 50-50 split in Germany of Catholics and Protestants. So they're going back to these old myths and, uh, you know, associating um, Jews with DNA, which was, you know, an error in, in the 1870s. That this notion that, you know, you were, who you are is uh, in your DNA. And no, it's, it's behavior. When you engage in abhorrent behavior, like promoting usury, pornography, abortion, that's the problem, right? It's not your DNA that somehow you're evil because you're whatever, a Jew or a Muslim or a Christian, it's written into your DNA. No, absolutely not. You repent and believe in the gospel. You become a Catholic or you return to the Catholic faith. You go to confession. You have your sins forgiven. That's the normal, usual way of having your sins forgiven. That's how we come into the Lord's family. That's how we become friends of the Lord, loyal disciples of our Lord Jesus Christ. The article continues, they, meaning the globalists, don't care that suicide rates among young people are growing worldwide. It's just right for them. This low regard for human life comes from the philosophical position of materialism that the globalists subscribe to, Mueller told LifeSet News. According to the materialists, human beings are just matter, just a mass of people that can be manipulated, he explained. 
You have to look at the French-Romanian philosopher, Emile Sioran, in his book, La Mauvais Demiurge, which propagates the most ruthless hatred of creation and of the goodness of God, spewing forth the snake venom of the nihilism of all Jacobin, excuse me, communist, fascist, and woke elites of the last two centuries, Mueller said. I could also throw Darwin in there. People thought Charles Darwin was some sort of, you know, nice guy who was just pursuing science. He enjoyed hitting small animals and rodents on the head with a hammer and killing them. Did so by the thousands. They, to continue with the article, the globalists, don't feel anything about it either. For them, people are just a number. 10,000 less is good for the statistics. The former prefect of the Congregation of the Doctrine of the Faith, CDF, said that the globalist system is a blend of capitalism and communism. Western globalists are capitalists with a socialist mindset, according to Mueller. Well, that's spot on. I've also heard people call it crony capitalism. When we had the virus hoax a few years ago, and Amazon and Walmart and all the other big box stores were making record, record profits, who was that at the expense of? The mom and pop store, right? Small businesses closed down, restaurants, places where people exercise, the cops are showing up there. Did anyone try to shut down Amazon or Walmart? Any of these other big shops? No, of course not. And the people who were already billionaires or centi-billionaires became even wealthier. Well, that's crony capitalism. G.K. Chesterton wrote about that at length. Big government and big business getting together and screwing over the average ordinary citizen, the blue-collar worker. That happened in spades in 2020 and 2021 under the pretext of you're going to get the flu, so you have to stay at home forever and then take these experimental shots we tell you to take. Just complete and total nonsense. We have to use the brains that the good Lord blessed us with. We have to think logically. We have to have common sense. And don't ever stop questioning. The ancient Romans said, cui bono? Who does this benefit? Well, who benefited throughout the virus hoax of 2020 and 2021? Big government, big business. Who's benefiting from these wars in the Ukraine and what's going on in Israel? Big government, big business, people who make bombs, people who make bullets, people who make tanks, people who make fighter jets, okay? It's not some sort of, you know, idealistic plan that's going on here. It's the pursuit of wealth, the pursuit of power. And again, the average ordinary citizen the world over getting destroyed, sometimes quite literally, as is the case of these poor Palestinian children, just absolutely, absolutely diabolical what Israel is being allowed to do. And it's the American government. I'm an American, a proud American, but it's my government that is allowing this to take place. America could put a stop to this immediately. Israel only acts because the United States government permits Israel to act. This could be over just like that in a day. To continue, 
Cardinal Mueller says, in this system, totalitarianism is merged with materialism, he stated. And whoever has the most money is in power and controls and pays the media. Well, absolutely. He's spot on. It's great to see a cardinal telling the truth. It's a rarity nowadays. Mueller said that it is well documented by reliable sources that one of the major German newspapers, Der Spiegel, is partly funded by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Surprise, surprise. This maniac and his ex-wife are behind quite a bit of the evil in the world. Mueller also told LifeSite News that climate change and the green movement are being used as a substitute religion to which many adhere instead of spreading the original, Christianity. The respect for the creature is derived from the belief in the good creator and does not need a catastrophic worldview. Instead of genuinely caring about the environment, the globalists who fly their private jets thousands of times are using the climate agenda to make a lot of money, according to the former head of the CDF. Again, Cardinal Mueller saying obvious things, but they need to be said by people in positions of power and authority, especially those in the upper echelon of the church. Moreover, he pointed out that children are being sexualized at an early age to make them addicted and compliant. Sexualization in general and early childhood sexualization in particular is being used to keep people quiet, Mueller said. They use sexuality like a drug. Well, I'd get back to Dr. Jones, who I disagree with on several things. He's not a fan of the SSPX. I'm a huge fan of the Society of St. Pius X. He wrongfully says they're in schism. That's not true. But he gets a lot of things right. And he wrote a book uh, that I read, I highly recommend, a few years ago. Libido Dominandi, Sexual Liberation as a Form of Political Control. The sexualization of our society, especially young people, increasingly younger ages, is absolutely disgusting. But it's used as a form to control people. That's absolutely correct. When you're given over to lust, you're unable to think clearly. You're unable to make rational decisions because you're only pursuing your passions. And when we live lives of unchastity, immodesty, and we lack self-control, we're not going to make good decisions. We're not going to choose what is good and avoid what is evil. We're going to make Sinful choices. That's why internet pornography is so heinous and it needs to be outlawed. People need to be encouraged to get married young and make lots of babies. But that is the exact opposite of what the globalists, of what the population control ghouls want. They want young men alone addicted to pornography, and completely out of control, and in debt, credit card debt, student loan debt, car loan debt, and on and on and on. The article continues by saying, Mueller named several attributes as the key characteristics of today's globalism. Materialism, totalitarianism, contempt for humanity, uprooting, and the destruction of people's identity. For the globalist agenda, the Catholic Church represents an obstacle and therefore it must be brought in alignment with globalism, Mueller noted. The church is not just being run over, it's being turned upside down, he said. 
For the globalists to be successful, the church has to run in the same direction as globalism, Mueller stated. But the Church of Christ is the sacrament of salvation for the world and the vanguard against the self-destruction of mankind by negativists and nihilists, he concluded. Montesquieu, that's the end of the article, Montesquieu said that for a republic to thrive, you hear on the news a lot, they talk about the American democracy. America is not a democracy. America is supposed to be a federal constitutional republic. I'm seeing the wisdom now in kings, and we need to return to Catholic kings. And the world will at some point, hopefully in the very near future. For more, check out the book of Revelation. Check out Taylor Marshall's book. I'm looking at the jacket right now, Antichrist and Apocalypse by Dr. Marshall. Wonderful author, good Catholic husband and father. But in a republic, uh, the Frenchman Montesquieu, political philosopher, said, for a republic to not only survive but thrive, you need three things. It has to be geographically small. Is America geographically small? No. You have to have the same religion. I would add it has to be the right religion. It has to be Catholicism. But he says you have to be, have the same religion. Don't have that in America. America is becoming exceedingly an atheistic, materialistic culture. Too many people, too many young people see people who believe in God as being, you know, stupid or even dangerous. Well, how is that working out for our culture that murders thousands of babies a day via abortion that doesn't even know what a man or a woman is anymore? We've lost our collective minds because we're not practicing the right religion, Catholicism. But Montesquieu at least was on the right track. He said, you have to have the same religion. We don't have that in this country. So geographically small, no. America spans from Maine to Maui and to Alaska. So that's not good. Have to have the same religion. We don't have that. And the branches of government in this country, we have the executive Judicial and legislative have to stay in their own lane, so to speak. We don't have that. We have presidents who declare wars, basically, when Congress is supposed to do that. We have judges who are making laws when that's supposed to be under the purview of Congress once again. And we have these different branches of government not staying in their own lane, not doing what they're supposed to do. And in keeping with Catholicism, we're supposed to have subsidiarity in America. States' rights, not a a dirty word. It shouldn't matter what laws California has if you're in Florida and vice versa. But it doesn't matter... Where the law is enacted, really, if you have laws that don't conform with the natural moral law. In that case, St. Thomas Aquinas says you don't have laws, you have a kind of violence. So as long as we have a country, as long as you're in a state where abortion is legal, where birth control pills are legal, where internet pornography is legal, where they can't figure out that a man is a man, a woman is a woman, 
and only a man and a woman can get married. When we live in a culture that's so upside down, Cardinal Mueller using that term and rightfully so, then you're not going to have a culture that functions properly. So we have a civilization that has crashed and burned and is smoldering at our feet and we're living in the wreckage. The way forward, Jesus Christ. He is the way, the truth, and the light. It's only going to be through mass conversion to Catholicism, through mass reversion to Catholicism, Catholics coming home to the faith, to the apostolic faith, not the post-Vatican II, Novus Ordo, watered-down version of the faith, which is boring, uninteresting, heretical. People aren't coming home to that faith. People are going to tradition. The traditional seminaries, like the Society of St. Pius X, continue to boom because people want the truth. People want traditional forms of catechesis. People want the traditional Latin mass. People want what is true, what is good, what is beautiful. So many people are discovering tradition. It's beautiful to see. I just finished the book, SSPX, The Defense, by Mr. Kennedy Hall, who had a conversion experience after he visited the shrine of Our Lady of Guadalupe, discovered the traditional Latin mass a few years ago, and a Society of St. Pius X chapel, when you see what you've been missing out on your whole life and you see what's there in the traditional Latin mass and in traditional forms of evangelization, apologetics, and catechesis, it's like a revelation. Where has this been all my life? And you want to discover it more and more. You want to read more and more. You want to go to mass more and more. And you want to share it with other people. Because we find a treasure, we don't hide it. We want to share it with everyone. Like the Catholic apologist Jim Burnham once said, if you found a cure for cancer, you would share it. You would want it shared with the whole world. You wouldn't hide it. Well, knowing that Catholicism is true, seeing the the truth and the beauty and the goodness in Catholicism and not sharing that with other people, that would be worse than finding a cure for cancer and hiding it. Because if we were able to cure cancer, and hopefully we will someday by the grace of God, everyone's going to die eventually from something else. So you cure someone from that cancer, maybe they live another 20, 30, or 40 years. That's wonderful. They're eventually going to die from something else. Catholicism offers us the keys to eternal life for anyone who's willing to repent and believe in the gospel, take up their cross, and follow our Lord Jesus Christ. So let's share the faith. Let's spread the faith. Let's rediscover tradition, especially the traditional Latin mass. Pray the rosary every single day. Read good catechisms, like the Roman Catechism or the Baltimore Catechism, the Catechism of St. Pius X. Read from the Holy Bible every day. I highly recommend the Douay-Rheims version of the Bible, the DRV. And let's grow in our love for our Lord and our Lady and St. Joseph each and every day. And I'm going to have a final sip of coffee, excuse me. 
maybe two more sips. That was good. All right, friends, we will conclude by once again mentioning Helping Autism through learning and outreach available on the web at halo-soma.org. Halo-soma.org. Also, please tune in to episodes 277 and 548 of the Our Lady of Fatima podcast for more information about RPM. That is an acronym for Rapid Prompting Method, a system of communication for non-speakers. Before my niece Brielle was eight, we didn't even know her favorite color. Now, through God's grace, her hard work and that of her family working through RPM, we know that she's a comprehensive genius who can compose music. She's a poet, a mathematician. She even knows foreign languages. Off the charts, intelligent. Wicked smart, as they say in Beantown. But we would have known none of that were it not for RPM. It's as big of a breakthrough as sign language was for the deaf or Braille was for the blind. You can't use a tool, though, unless you know about it. That's where you come in. Please spread that website and those episodes of Our Lady's podcast far and wide because communication is a human right. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Our Lady of Fatima podcast, and please tune in again next time. Goodbye, and God love you.